I have some exciting news and I am super jazzed to share it with you. The PKD Outreach Foundation, known as PKDU, has come aboard as the very first sponsor of the PKD Dietitian Podcast. Now, why am I so jazzed? Well, it's because their mission and beliefs very much align with my own. The belief that there is more you can do for PKD. The belief that there are more options for interventions and therapy than what is typically offered. And the driving mission to bring awareness to them and what you can do to prolong the health of your kidneys and slow the progression of PKD and preventing another child from ever being born with PKD. Knowing your opportunities to positively impact PKD progression is only the first step, though. PKD will help connect you with the best of the best experts to help, guide, and support you along the way. A match made in advocacy heaven, if you ask me. If you or someone in your family has polycystic kidney disease, you likely know a little or even a lot about the genetics of PKD and how it can be passed down in a family from one generation to the next. Did you know there is a way you can stop this and forever impact future children and grands? Putting an end to and eliminating PKD within their branch of your family tree. It is called PGTM. It's a type of IVF that involves pre-implantation genetic testing for the PKD gene to ensure it isn't passed down to future generations. PGTM eliminates that 50% chance of passing down the dominant PKD gene. Currently, PGTM combined with IVF is the only way to end PKD. This, folks, is how we start eliminating PKD within families. In the U.S., insurance coverage for IVF and PGTM is variable. Out-of-pocket expenses can be a big hurdle that will deter many. PKDU wants to help. One of the top missions of PKDU, founded by Rich Kellner in honor of his late wife, Joe, is to create awareness around and to help with access to BGTM IVF. PKDU is proud to be currently working with the University of Utah, Northwell Health in Long Island, and Reproductive Medical Associates in New York to fulfill its mission to assist PKD patients in any part of the funding for PGTM that is not covered by insurance. Know this, there is more you can do. There are options. PKDU wants to help. Please visit pkdu.org, that's pkdo.org, to learn more and absolutely reach out for more information and support. Welcome back to another episode of the PKD Dietitian Podcast. One question I always ask people I work with is, do you have any pain or discomfort that you associate with your kidneys? I have learned so much about what it is like living with PKD from this single question. I have learned different ways to approach nutrition therapy for PKD and even more about how important it is to ask about pain to acknowledge that it is real and that it contributes to a change in quality of life. 
I have a personal connection with this for sure. Check out episode nine for more on this if you haven't already listened. A goal of mine is to encourage more healthcare providers to ask you about pain, to check in with you to see if there is anything that can be done to help to acknowledge it. You can bet that the dietitians I work with and train regarding nutrition opportunities for PKD know to and are asking. While pain and treatment for it aren't specifically a nutrition topic, they are for sure a proactive PKD discussion that needs to be had. My question is, what do you take to combat or help with any pain you have PKD related or not? Perhaps you have been told not to use NSAIDs. I bet a lot of you have heard this from your healthcare providers. Often during client sessions, the topic of over-the-counter painkillers comes up. If it doesn't, I ask what their go-to is. 99.9% of them, which I am happy to hear, have been advised not to take NSAID medications. But when I ask if they know why, the majority don't. I truly believe that with any change, whether it's lifestyle or dietary, knowing your why is a big contributor to long-term success. That's just what we are going to get into in this episode. We are going to look at what NSAIDs are, why you are told to avoid them with PKD, and what to do next. First up, what are NSAIDs? NSAIDs is a commonly used abbreviation for non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs. You can see why we use the abbreviation more often. They are a class of medication that is typically over-the-counter and used for pain relief, to reduce inflammation, to lower a fever, and also for their blood thinning properties. The NSAIDs you are most likely familiar with are the -the over-the-counter meds. Common names for them are aspirin, also known as Bayer or Excedrin, ibuprofen, which brand names are Motrin and Advil, and naproxen, which is Aleve. There are also prescription strength NSAIDs, prescribed, for example, for migraines, rheumatoid arthritis, and frequently for back pain. Two commonly prescribed examples are Celebrex and Voltaren. If you have ever taken any of these meds, you have used NSAIDs. Now, your doctor might have told you to take a low-dose aspirin to help protect against heart disease, cardiovascular disease. Low-dosed aspirin, commonly referred to as baby aspirin, even though it is an NSAID, is considered safe for use for the kidneys and with kidney disease, even with those with impaired function, because it is a much lower dose than what is used for pain control and anti-inflammatory effects. Thus, it does not have the same potential negative effects on the kidneys. In general, use of baby aspirin, which is around 81 to 162 milligrams daily, is fine, even with reduced kidney function. As always, talk to your doctor about your specific needs, conditions, and other medications before starting any new over-the-counter medication. All right, second, let's get into why you are told to avoid NSAIDs. First and foremost, they can reduce blood flow to your kidneys. Non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs, the NSAIDs, main course of action in the body is to inhibit specific enzymes. 
These enzymes are known as the COX-1 and the COX-2 enzymes. Now, you don't really need to know or even remember those names, just that these enzymes play a role in how blood flows to your kidneys. Simply put, when you inhibit these enzymes, like NSAIDs do, you can decrease blood flow to and within your kidneys. That, folks, is something you for sure do not want to do. Blood carries oxygen to all parts of our body. Reducing blood flow to your kidneys also reduces the amount of oxygen they are getting. And reduced oxygen can lead to direct damage to the kidneys and to a loss of function. Blocking of the enzymes, those COX-1 and COX-2, can also disrupt the balance of many functions of your kidneys. Remember, your kidneys are filters that clean out your blood. They remove waste and they also help to regulate your blood pressure. NSAID's use, especially long-term, can interfere with all of this. Along with decreased blood flow to the kidneys, NSAIDs can cause someone to have high blood pressure. If you already have high blood pressure, they can cause it to be increased. NSAIDs also interact with and prevent some blood pressure medications from working correctly. They can increase fluid and sodium retention. You don't want to hold on to or have an excess of either of those. In the research, NSAIDs have been clinically associated with an acute kidney injury, especially if someone has low blood pressure or is dehydrated. They've been associated with faster progression of kidney disease and decline in function and an increase in blood pressure. If you are not sure if the -the over-the-counter medication you rely on is an NSAID, ask your pharmacist or your healthcare provider. They will be able to clarify it for you and let you know if they are safe for use. You can also look at the drug facts labels for NSAIDs. It will document if an NSAID is one of the inactive ingredients. What's especially important to look at is any cold medicine because NSAIDs are frequently included. So again, look at the drug facts label and see if it is included. Third, why it is especially important with PKD to avoid NSAIDs. In addition to reducing blood flow to the kidneys, NSAIDs can interact with and reduce the effectiveness of several medications frequently prescribed with PKD. Those include blood pressure medications, as I previously mentioned. The ones that they have the most effect on are ACE inhibitors, which, for example, is lisinopril, ARBs, which, for example, is losartan, and some diuretic water pills like hydrochlorothiazide, HCTZ. All three of these medications are frequently used with PKD. And what you need to know is that the combination of an ACE inhibitor or an ARB plus that HCTZ plus an NSAID is a bad combination. It is even more dangerous in that combination because there is an elevated risk of kidney damage because of lower blood pressure, the diuretic effect, and then also the NSAID. So this is a really bad combination. NSAIDs are not recommended for patients with 
ADPKD, when kidney function is reduced or when they need to be used on a long-term basis to treat chronic pain. Now that's a nice little segue into what is a general recommendation for PKD then? As I said, NSAIDs are not recommended to treat chronic pain or for long-term use. As always, talk to your MD. You want to avoid taking them unless your doctor has prescribed them or given you the green light for very specific use of NSAIDs. There are some short-term situations where you may want to ask about them or using them, so ask before you do. You can start that conversation and ask your doctor about the risk versus the benefit for you. Now, the big question is, what can you use? Acetaminophen, also known as Tylenol, has been used and recommended as the first-line pain medication for people with altered kidney function. In fact, it's been recommended for over 50 years. It is recommended by the National Kidney Foundation and the PKD Foundation as the first pain relief med of choice for folks with kidney disease, including PKD. With regards to PKD, there is no evidence that acetaminophen, Tylenol, can and will injure your kidneys or liver, including if you have polycystic liver disease. Remember that each of your health is different, so a medication or supplement that's right for someone else may not be suitable for you. So in summary, don't take over-the-counter NSAIDs. They can reduce blood flow to your kidneys and limit the amount of oxygen that reaches them, which ultimately can cause more kidney damage. With PKD specifically, is really important because they can affect your blood pressure meds. They can cause an increase in blood pressure themselves. And these are definitely things that we don't want to do. Talk to your doctor if you feel that you need NSAIDs for specific times and reasons. I hope you found today's episode valuable and now understand the why behind the no NSAIDs recommendation. If you want to dive deeper into your meds, labs, and supplements, book a lab and kidney health session with me. We will do just that. You will walk away with a better understanding of your lab trends, opportunities to ask your MD about, and answers to all your supplement questions. A super valuable solo session with me. Details are linked out in the show notes. And to close out this episode, a big thanks to PKDo for the work they do and for supporting the PKD Dietitian Podcast. 